Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Baram U podcast. I'm your host Baram U and this is a pod being live. This is my third in four weeks. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying them. I'm just struggling a little bit with topics, uh, things that I can get listeners engaged in because obviously I'm reaching out to the lovely platform that is Podbean and all their uh, users and my friends that I've met on Podbean and not everyone is into conspiracies so I can't really go too deep. I also don't want this to become the Baram You show again because otherwise I would just do the Baram You podcast. The whole point of doing these lives was so that I can get people up on the panel and we could, you know, throw ideas and debates and, you know, give our opinions and have those real conversations. Um, and, and so far, these shows have been really good. The only issue is that I'm having is, is Podbean is very, it's having issues. And it's just been the last couple of months that I, I know, because obviously I'm listening to shows all the time, that these people are starting to get these issues as well. So hopefully tonight goes swimmingly. I've got two videos in the the back burner that I can play, although you guys won't see them. I've extracted the audio so that you can hear them, but they are available on YouTube. Um, so stay tuned for those. So today's show, I just want to kind of talk about I'm sure everyone is sick of this subject, but for me, this is a first being able to discuss this subject live on a podcast with other people. Um, Other than actually, no, I tell a lie. So if anyone's familiar with my other show, Friendly Differences, that I co-host with Solid Blue, we actually took on COVID uh, about maybe three, four weekends ago. We had Whatcast, a friend of the show, uh, he came on and we discussed COVID and vaccines and masks. And it was a really good show. And that was the first time that, you know, I'd been able to interact with people on a podcast with, you know, uh, talking about COVID. So tonight, no one has joined as of yet. So I'm just rattling on uh, until people join. Um, I'd, I'd love for people to come on from both sides and discuss why they believe in COVID, why they believe in the masks, why they believe in the testing, and most importantly, why they believe in vaccines. Um, for me, uh, very early on, I realized that this was not what we are being told. If you cast your minds back uh, for the listeners that are listening to me from the UK, China was the first. And I think the, f- the first couple of things we saw was videos of people dropping dead in the streets, lying on park benches. Hold on, will I take a sip of my tea? Um, and they were very scary images. But obviously with my background, I'd already been awake, if you will, for probably about two or two years previous. So this stuff was kind of already, you know, I'm listening to podcasts where people are kind of saying that this isn't what it seems. So before it had even hit the UK, I was already 
pretty well equipped in my knowledge of that I didn't believe this was what they they were saying it was. And I think the first thing as well, the conspiracy wise was that there was a book written in the, was it the seventies? It was a book that mentioned a, a pandemic starting in China and a bat. And lo and behold, that is what we were told. So that, I mean, for me, with the people that I know, and, and there's this guy that I, I kind of look up to that's been in the conspiracy game for oh, decades. Uh, I was obviously asking him, what, what do you think about COVID? And he was saying, look, I've been predicting this f since last year. Like, so you've got to imagine guys, 2019, the story he told me was, he likes to go hill walking at weekends and he's out there doing his thing. And this guy is walking past with his dog and they stop and have a friendly chat and he kind of drops some some seeds and he says, look, see next year we're going to be wearing masks, standing apart. We're going to be kept uh, restricted. Our movement is going to be restricted and there's going to be a pandemic. Now this is middle of 2019 before any mention of COVID. Remember the first case of COVID, I think was, was it November 2019? And he'd already told a guy in the middle of 2019 that this was all going to come true and this was all going to happen. So when he told me all that, I was like, okay. And then obviously it hits the UK. The numbers start going up. And this uh, Scotland, where I'm from, was locked down. Now I'm looking at the figures and over a whole flu season, there was like 3,000 deaths and we had already been told that flu had disappeared. Now, 3,000 deaths, again, this is where conspiracy theorists get a bad rap. But I don't want anyone to, to die before their time. Let me get that out there. But 3,000 deaths is not a, a justifiable number to lock down a country. When you lock down a country you affect people's ability to put food on the table. You also orchestrate, you also add to the mental health aspect, which is a huge problem. And it's just, it's just not a good president to set. When you give the government that power to lock down a country over 3000 deaths over the space of a few months, it's it's not a president that we should stand by. I mean, to go to the extreme, I know someone that lived in New Zealand all of uh, that time and has recently came back. And they said that during this time there, there, there was lockdowns and then they got out of lockdown and got, there was, there was four cases in one week and they were locked down. That's the power that the government have now because we've allowed them to do that. Hey, Lurok, welcome to the live. Um, I'm just speaking about COVID here. The show is COVID, scammed, scamdemic or pandemic. So I'll just say my piece and I'll invite you up if you want. Um, so I was well equipped before the, the COVID even came to the UK. 
Um, hi, Roxy. <laughs> Welcome to the live. Um, so I was already well aware of, of what COVID was and how I didn't believe that COVID was a, as a danger that we first believed with all those scaremongering videos that we saw from China. And then remember the whole thing about they, they used the same footage from an Italian hospital. And then they said it was also in New York. Um, that, that, that was kind of the early signs that I was like, look, the media are lying to us here. Once you start lying, it's a, it's a bad rabbit hole to go down. And I, I just, you know, I've never got into the science of it all because again, I'm not a scientist, but for me, the decision was made. I was never going to take these vaccines uh, because the risk wasn't there. Very early, we realized that this virus was only killing people with uh, illnesses, other illnesses, uh, and it was also only killing the elderly. And when I say elderly, I'm talking about probably over, I think the average age was like 83 years of age. So I'm saying probably even, I think even if you were 65 years and older, it was a tiny percent. But then when you got to like 75, 80, it was like a little bit more. But for me in, in my early 30s, you could liken it to, and this was actually proven with the numbers, you had more chance of dying from uh, being struck by lightning. So for me, it's a no brainer. I had already developed a, a disliking for vaccines in general previous. I mean, when I first looked into that in 2016, when it came across my, my Instagram feed and I had a folder saved on Instagram with raw, really heartbreaking footage of mums and dads sitting there in front of a camera with their, uh, just vaccine damaged children with autism and all this, you know, horrible, horrible, heartbreaking stuff talking about, the, you know, the one that sticks in my mind is this woman and father sitting there with a the doctor being videoed and talking about having triplets who were healthy, beautiful, energetic, and they went to get them all vaccinated. And within 24 hours, they all became unresponsive and they all now have um, autism. And it's, it's heartbreaking. And then when you talk about the vaccine um, courts that, that started in 1986 in America, that's, that's dished out over $4 billion worth of compensation, you know? And then, and then again, you're talking about the, the companies that have manufactured the vaccines that we are taking right now, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, these are all companies that have got a bad reputation. Johnson & Johnson with their asbestos and baby powder, Pfizer, who have had the, the biggest fine that courts have ever dished out. I think it was 2.4 billion or 2.4 million. I know it's a big, a big difference, but my mind's so scrambled with all the things that I've learned in the last few years. It's just something that when, when I hear that people are being suppressed and censored on social media, but for, for not only things that are true, but hi, hi, Chuck, how's it going? 
not only things that are true, but what they'll put on your, your video or your podcast is not that your information is false, but it creates vaccine hesitancy. Now, that is a sobering, sobering fact. They don't want anyone being vaccine hesitant. That word hesitant sticks in my mind a lot because I think everybody in this whole world should be vaccine hesitant. Because when you know that vaccines have injured people, and not just one or two, thousands upon thousands of people. Hey, GP man, thanks for entering. You are, you're running the gauntlet when you get roll up your sleeve and take these vaccines. So you should be vaccine hesitant. Hi, hi, Green Sunrise. Thanks for joining. I think, I think everyone should be vaccine hesitant. You shouldn't just run in there like we were seeing some of these types running in, pulling up their sleeves and going, give it to me, give it to me. And then putting it on their Instagram or their Facebook and putting it on their, their profile picture. I got vaxxed today. I'm doing my bit for the world. Like to me, those people are brain dead. Like you have to be critical. You have to look at this. Do like the first question I always ask people when they ask me, what's your thoughts is, do you know what's in these vaccines? Because when we're going out to buy a car, or going out to buy a new cooker or fridge or freezer, you'll research the car, you'll research the fridge, the freezer, you'll make sure you're getting the right amount of money uh, for your for your money. You'll do a bit of research. Why don't we do that for medical care? And I'm not just talking about vaccines. I'm talking about all medical care, all medical procedures. If you're going in to get a heart transplant or, a, or you know, even an operation on, on, you know, a colonoscopy or anything like that, you should be doing your research. Do you really need it? Are you getting the best healthcare? Is the surgeon that's going to be doing it the best? Has he got good reviews? You know, but people don't. We just roll up our sleeves or go in, take it, and that's it. And that there's been so many medical uh, uh, procedures gone wrong and things that doctors have been rightfully sued over. But again, another thing is, we were told very early on that vaccine manufacturers were labeling themselves as they weren't going to be held accountable. So you can no longer sue them if anything goes wrong with these vaccines, which is a first, by the way, because any other time, like I said, as of 1986, the vaccine courts started in America. They, uh, they, they've dished out over $4 billion worth, uh, $4 billion worth of compensation. So vaccine hesitancy is the wrong word to use, but they've done it. It's it's by design. GP man says it was a pandemic man. Yeah. So you're on the same page as me. I mean, listen, I don't get into like, I know conspiracy theorists have kind of got a bad reputation because they come out with things like, oh, it's making you infertile. It'll make you grow two heads and all this kind of stuff. Or it's depopulating us. Listen, I don't get into that stuff. I, I make my own mind up. Uh, I I was never going to take these vaccines, and I and I'll die on that hill. I'll never take them. Uh, I I could I'll give you my opinion at the end or or th throughout the show on what I believe they are. Hello, Truth Warrior. Thanks for joining. Um, but ultimately, there there will be a doctor or a, or a vaccinologist or someone that will come on here and school me, and that's why I don't get into it. But there will also be people like Peter McCullough, Robert Malone, who 
Robert Malone helped build the mRNA vaccine technology that's in these vaccines. And also Peter McCullough, who's the leading uh, guy in this field that has been given awards and awards, and now he's labeled an alt-right conspiracy theorist extremist, and he's been demonized and he's not allowed on, on TV saying that don't take these things, it's dangerous. These were the, these were the people that were held so high in the mainstream, and now they've been replaced with people like Bill Gates, who remember, guys, he built a computer. He's got nothing to do with vaccines and health, but he's getting into that field because he's a he's a he's a face that we all know. Likewise with Greta Thunberg, she's a she's a kid, yet she's the leading expert on climate change. <laughs> he's he's a hero, Green Sunrise. Green Sunrise says, but I want my holiday to the USA. Uh, as my bird lives and loves Disneyland, and how else can I get there? Well, see, this is it. This is what they've done. Some for some people, it's a holiday to Disneyland. For some people, it's a gym membership, or some Krispy Kreme uh, donuts. It might tip you over the edge. Some people, I mean, I know they haven't done this one yet, but this is the main one. I think this would be they've missed a trick here, right? See, oh here, here's Michael Key. Welcome to the show. They've really missed a trick with this one. I'm surprised that they haven't, and they might still do it yet. But taking people that are unvaccinated off of Facebook or Instagram would be a real, a real tactic. If they said only vaccinated people could get on Facebook, and I'm sure that would probably be the end of the unvaccinated or or the ones that really, you know, really hold, uh, you know, stand firm. They would they would still stand firm, but a lot of people would cave. Um, hold, hold on, Michael Key. I'm just I'll finish off my uh, thing and I'll play a couple of videos as well, and then I'll let anyone join in. Um, so my views have always been I'm never taking it. The mask was a different issue. I was I was I was wearing the mask because otherwise, how was it going to get into stores to do groceries? But then I realized you can get an exemption if you don't want to wear a mask, and I believe everyone in this room. I know if Solar Blue was here, she'd be saying, I want to wear the mask, whatever. But most people, they'll be pulling them down. They'll be putting them down over their nose. They, they pull them off to breathe every now and again. They're horrible to wear. And, it, and that's your body telling you something. I know people, including my wife, including a guy at work, whose nose started bleeding consistently. Like he had to get his nose uh, cauterized. Uh, it was it was that bad. It's your body telling you what's, what's going on. So I went and got uh, an exemption pass which is basically go onto our website, fill in your name and address on the government website, I'll have you know, <clears throat> and they send out an exemption card, which you just flash if you want. You don't even have to. This is a thing they rely on people, you know, knowing this stuff, but I'm, I'm telling you guys, so if, if you guys are out there and you don't want to wear one, go go get that, that exemption. Um, so listen, guys, I'll play these two clips. I'm sorry I didn't have more time. These are the two that came to my mind. So this is Bill Gates talking about his first interaction with Donald Trump. Now, regardless of the names, Bill Gates and Donald Trump, ignore that. No, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll go back a bit. Remember, this is Bill Gates, the guy, the face of vaccines, talking about meeting Donald Trump. So hopefully this plays. So I saw him in Trump Tower. You know, I said, hey, science and innovation is a great thing. You should be a leader who drives innovation. And that conversation was about a broad set of things in energy, in health, in education. You know, pick things you want to do that are big. HIV vaccine, you could, you know, accelerate that. Be associated with innovation. And 
then the second time I saw him was uh, the March after that, uh, so March 2017 in the White House. In both of those two meetings, he asked me if vaccines weren't a bad thing because he was considering a commission to look into uh, ill effects of vaccines. And, and somebody, his name is Robert Kennedy Jr., was advising him that vaccines were causing bad things. And I said, no, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that. Uh, both times he wanted to know if there was a difference between HIV and HPV. So I was able to uh, explain that those are rarely confused with each other. So did you hear the bit there? This clip gets played a lot on, on conspiracy um, podcasts that I listen to. Uh, the part where he says, where Donald Trump's basically asking him, do you think vaccines are a bad thing? And do you think I should fund uh, a research uh, into vaccines and the, the effects? And Bill Gates says, no, that'd be a bad thing. Don't do that. Like he's telling us guys, that's a bad thing. Do not look into the effects of vaccines. That that would be a bad thing. And and this is the same guy who the very first video I saw with this guy is one of his TED talks. It's the one where look at look him up, uh, the one where he's wearing a pink jumper and he's got the num the letters PP something something on the screen and it's population uh it stands for things, right? And he's talking about getting the population down because he thinks we're overpopulated. And with these things, he could get that down. And one of them was vaccines. He's telling us, guys, but you, you don't want to listen or you, you maybe ignore it and you, you put it out your mind and you roll up your sleeve because you want that holiday or you want to you know, go to the gym or you want to get those donuts because they're so tasty and you want more. <laughs> it's It's... It's all coercion and it's against the Nuremberg laws, the Nuremberg codes. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all there. The, the thing with COVID, the conspiracy, right? There are conspiracies that it, it's not that you've got to make up things or all that. It's just that you're, you're, you're pulling information from all different sources and piecing it together and making your own mind up with COVID. It's the most easiest one because I just take the figures of the mainstream. I take the fact that they locked my country down with 3,000 deaths over a, a whole flu season, a, a flu season, a whole flu season. A normal flu season for the UK is 40,000 deaths. And again, I don't, I don't, I hate that people die before their time, but you can't lock a country down on 3,000 deaths. You just can't. But we've allowed them to. And as I said, New Zealand locked their country down after like one death or, or two deaths over the weekend because they've, we've given the government that power. Now, this is the final clip I'll play and then I'll start opening up the channel. This is probably going to go over a lot of your guys' heads and, and I don't mean to be patronising, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. My favourite part of conspiracy theories is symbology and symbolism. I think the, the people that run our world are cults like Freemasons, Jesuits, um, Knights of Templar, Knights of Malta, uh, all these secret societies. And if you look into these secret societies, they work with gematria, symbolism, symbology, the way they hold their hands, the hidden hand in the coat, the roll up the, 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 the pants uh, leg, 
the the way that Trump sits with his hands in a downward arrow pointing to the ground. It's a Freemasonic symbol. Um, the everyone thinks it's the rock and roll sign, but it's actually the devil horns. These are things that are in the indoctrine of of these secret societies. They'll tell you in the books, and they've been perverted. They've been normalized through music, media, whatever, film. So the number 33 is my favorite number because it's the Freemasonic, the highest level of Freemasonry you can get to. And this number appears a lot throughout history, and it's very prevalent in a lot of our conspiracies. 9-11, it was very prevalent. Uh, the Las Vegas shooting, I think, was it was very prevalent. The Boston bombing was very prevalent. Numbers like 33, 666, uh, 22, these are very symbolic numbers. And COVID is no different. So here is, a, I think it's only two, two minutes long. This is a collage. Uh, and I actually have a 12-minute version of this, but I've, I've condensed it to two minutes for you guys. It is a collage of... All the world leaders, you'll hear Trudeau at the start, talking about this number in regards to COVID. And what I believe, this is, like I say, this might go over your head. You might think this is crazy, that this is just coincidence. But what this is, is them putting their mark. I believe symbolism is them putting their calling card on a certain thing. Like, let's say 9-11, Muhammad Atta was 33 years of age, um, the flight uh, crashed into one of the buildings at 903, 93, because you always leave out the zero. That's the Alistair Crowley number, 93. This is them putting their calling card on that event. So it's it's basically like them saying, this was us, guys. This was us. And no different with COVID. They're saying 33, 33, this was us. So, guys, here it goes. I'll, hopefully this one plays. And I say, as of today, at this hour, uh, we have 33 confirmed positive tests the virus. Yesterday we had 22 cases. Today we have 33 cases. So it's gone up by 11. Uh, uh, that brings, those are 11 new cases. Uh, 22 goes to 33. As we sort through this here uh, in Arkansas, uh, today uh, I, we have 33 confirmed positive cases in Arkansas. Uh, as of today, we have 33 confirmed cases uh, with Boston residents. We expect those numbers to climb. As of th this afternoon, we have 33 Pennsylvanians who have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, so as of this morning, there were 33 confirmed uh, cases in North Carolina. Anything to you, lots to get to tonight. I'm Leon Hendricks. We want to start with new information into our newsroom. Within the past couple of hours, there are now 33 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in Michigan. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us for the news at 6. I'm Richard Gearhart. Karina Corral has the night off. More cases of the coronavirus were confirmed today in San Luis Obispo County, bringing the total number now to 33. Right now, Georgia is reporting a total of 99 cases in 19 counties. That is 33 new cases from just yesterday. Good afternoon, I'm Karen Swenson. More cases and more events affected. Here is the latest coronavirus news. There are now 33 cases in Louisiana. As expected. As expected. The number of cases of COVID-19 jumps. A total of 33 people in our state have been tested and are confirmed to have the coronavirus. Day four of the shelter at home order brought six new confirmed cases.
cases of the coronavirus to San Luis Obispo County, bringing the total number to 33. All troopers will be professional. All right, guys. Uh, so I'll open up the call in and. Uh, Anyone wants to call in, that's fine. Um, again, I'm sorry if I've missed you. Axiom's in the live. I'm really happy to see you, bud. Here goes Michael Key, uh, JP Man. I've said hello to you. Marcos, thanks for joining, bud. Good to see you as well. Some new faces. Jack, I can't believe you're here, bud. Thanks for thanks for uh, staying tuned. Uh, it's good to see you. Um, Michael, how are you today? Are you there, Michael? Hello? Well, I think Michael's in the matrix. Yeah, Hello? That's it. Are you can hear me? Yeah. Oh, how's it going? Yeah, I can hear you now. Awesome. How's it going? I'm not bad. You? How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm good. Uh, just, you know, kind of ironic. Uh, I messaged message on Telegram, and uh, actually, I'm surprised you haven't hit on the uh, snake venom theory too much on COVID. Yeah, well, I remember you brought that up to me on on I think it was our chat with Solid Blue, and and again, I've I, I've seen the video, but to me, these are things that they'll put out there to make conspiracy theorists look crazy like the whole oh they're they're making us infertile or the birds aren't real or you know some people will say the flat earth thing does the same trick but there are conspiracy theories out there that nobody really pays attention to and, and i i lump this one in with that one um the fact that it was on tiktok i think that says a lot because nothing gets on tiktok so if it stood up there, they, they kind of want you to get into that because ultimately what, what I've came across is is I've done interviews with skeptics before and what they'll try to do is they'll try and say, do you follow Alex Jones? And then if you say yes, all they'll need to do then is say, oh, so you believe that they're turning the frogs gay as well? Okay, then. So anything you say after this is just stupid. <laughs> So again, the, the snake, I, I did watch the video. It, it does sound interesting, but no, I think it's oh. it's way more easier than that. They don't oh. need to go to those lengths. Oh. Oh. You're you're uh, you're really you're oh. really in the matrix. I can't, I could I couldn't hear a word there. Hello now. Yeah, that's it. I just heard you there. So I, uh, I actually just scheduled Brian Artist, the doctor that came up with that theory. He's coming on my show on May 10th. Okay. Nice. So I'll be able to ask him all the crazy questions that I don't think will prove his theory. Yeah. Like I, I said, I said throughout the show tonight that I would give my my theory on it because again, don't hold me. I'm no, I'm no doctor. I'm no surgeon. But this is my own thoughts. This is me speaking. I haven't heard this anywhere. But I generally believe the theory that this mRNA technology is what it does in layman's terms is it spikes your proteins to fight off a certain virus. So this is COVID. So think of it like, a, I think I've used this analogy before. I think it might have been on the COVID show that we did uh, with, with Friendly Differences. It turns your immune system into like, you're, you're like a bouncer or you guys call them stewards at a, a bar. So you're 
task is to not, not let on underagers. But with, with the vaccine, it's basically spiking your proteins to be on high alert for COVID. But then that allows other viruses to pass freely. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's anyone that gets the normal common cold or uh, any, any other like pneumonia or any other immune compromising uh, illness, your immune system's just going to let it flow past because yeah. it's on high alert for COVID. And, and I don't think that's too far-fetched. I think basically they're telling you that. Mm-hmm. And it's very weird because this is this is probably the part that I'll maybe get pushback on is there, there has been videos and it's very symbolic that we've heard things about COVID-induced AIDS and the whole sim- symbolic uh, symbology towards 1984 with Putin and what's going on just now, that 1984 was the first uh, AIDS uh, you know when the AIDS pandemic kicked off, so it's very like you know history repeating itself. And I believe a lot of people that have taken these vaccines might have vaccine-induced AIDS, and the next time they get sick, it might really affect them. And I'm really going to say that it's going to make them die because you know if you're healthy and you don't have other immune-compromising illnesses already, you're probably going to fight it off still. But for those people who have multiple illnesses already. And they catch like the common cold. It might be enough to finish them off. So I I I do believe that. I, I think we're dealing with the Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, who are they they don't have people's best interest. They've already ha- had huge fines through the courts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with the, the asbestos with Johnson and Johnson and the baby powder. Uh, Pfizer's had the biggest ever fine that the the courts have ever dished out. So it's it's like. My, my first question to anyone who's taken the vaccine is, do you know what's in it? Do you know what the risks are and all that? And most people don't. They're just rolling up their sleeve because ugh, it's not killing anyone. You know, what they see and, and it's taking away our rights and I've got a holiday booked and I don't want to lose my money. It's it's all about how how strongly you feel about it. And I'm, you know, never going to take it and I'll stand by that. But again, I'm not one of those people who will force people and say like, you shouldn't have got it and lecture them. I'm just putting this information out there. Well, it's a personal choice. It's all, you know, it's, it's just giving people the freedom to take it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but but again, something that I do, I think solid blue is still in here. I'm not going to, this is, I'm not going to pick on her, but when she says like, basically when, she wears the mask and she's got vaccinated and I know there's other people do as well, but I'll just use solid blue. Cause she says this about like, are you uh, like people who are anti vaccine and anti mask? Are they going to take that right away from her that she can't wear the mask? And that's not, it's never oh, on no, the question. No. It's never, it's yeah. never, it's never been that. What it is is the opposite way around where people are being forced to take the vaccine and forced to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, the conversation is and 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 i always ask the people that are on the other side is do you support me in my decision because ultimately then those are the type of people like i i know people in my personal life who um not that they're friends maybe colleagues or whatever and they've been like try tried to cause problems at work basically outing me at, at toolbox talks pointing the finger saying that him over there he's not taking the vaccine and i've got to work side by side with him and I could end up losing my job and well-being because of that person. And those are the types of people I've got no time for. And I know, again, conspiracy theorists get a bad rap for 
being very, you know, strict and, and you know, high, high, uh, you know, stringed when it comes to those things. Like they've got no tolerance for people like that. And I'm not there, but I totally get why people are. Uh, they don't want to mix or talk to people that aren't, you know, engaging in critical thought. They're just going along with the mainstream. So yeah, um, and you know, I just yeah, I think it for me, it's always been a, a freedom thing, right? Just don't force people to get vaccinated. I uh, a good story about a vaccine. My when I graduated and got done playing football in college, I went and did some private coaching. And uh, one of the kids I worked with, his little brother, they were both in middle school at the time, uh, he took the HPV vaccine. Now, kids my age didn't have to take that. I never took it. Um, he ended up losing, gosh, his all of his feeling and his body below his neck. He could still walk around. He still did things, but he had no feeling and sensation in any of his uh, body below his neck and it was because of a uh, reaction to that vaccine mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean this is where again like i i i spoke to skeptics uh, i did two episodes in a row with two skeptics and they were saying about the veers or v is it v-e-a-r-s or v-a-e-r-s and then you've got the yellow card report system where people can report any vaccine injury or death mm-hmm. But these skeptics I interviewed were saying that that people can literally fill out whatever they want on these forms. And they used the example of someone filled out a VERS card and said that uh, after taking the vaccine, I turned into Hulk. I turned all green and turned (laughs) into Hulk. And they're using that example to say that anyone can write anything. So why do we why would we trust them? But you've, you know, I've heard it like four, four thousand. At one point, there was four thousand. Uh, reports and so many of them were deaths and then i've also heard that you can only only 10 percent of theirs get actually registered so you multiply four thousand by another you know whatever you, you could end up with a hundred a hundred odd thousand deaths by the time you, you really get into it and again i i don't even care if it's a hundred thousand or if it's one death mm-hmm. people should be vaccine hesitant i don't know if you were here at the start when i said that America had a, a vaccine injury court set up in 1986, and since its inception, they've handed out four, over four billion dollars uh, worth of compensation. That's a, a very, that's you know, that's an alarming thought. Um, and, and anyone who is just running in, and you know, I, I always used that guy at work that was kind of causing problems for me. What if I had gone and and you know fed up with the pressure and gave in to peer pressure and went and got vaccinated that day and died or ended up in a wheelchair or, you know, some of these things that would have been on him, you know, that would have on his shoulders. And I know, it, I mean, at the end of the day, he's not going to care too much about it if that's the type of person he is, but I just, I, I honestly, I don't get it. I, I that don't. is a good point. And you know, mm-hmm. um, there's something else I was going to say about it. Uh, it'll come back to me. If, I've forgotten it twice and then I remembered it twice, but um, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying hundred percent. And, Oh, you know, I guess the one thing that gets me about, you know, the snake, like the snake venom theory or whatever other conspiracy about certain vaccines is I don't mind 
the open-mindedness at all. I think that's good. I think it should be questioned. I think even if it's if you're if you're wrong about it and you're questioning it, it keeps certain uh, things in place. Like it 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 it's like another form of checks and balances when people are going to go and question stuff like that, right? But I never understood how you know some people will say, okay, well, you know, Pfizer and Moderna and, and these people. They're putting out these medical studies with all these medical professionals, you know, taking part in the study saying, yeah, this, this medicine works or this vaccine works, blah, 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 blah. They'll say that, no, they're only doing that for profit. But then you get a guy like the, the snake venom guy who comes out and says the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll listen to him because he went and studied and had a couple of medical professionals backing him. And he mm -hmm. turns out that he's actually selling anti-venom supplements himself. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, so you're going to believe this guy who is actually a chiropractor uh, over Pfizer Moderna because you're saying, well, Pfizer Moderna are just in it for profit. But then you go to this guy's website and he's just in it for profit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those people do give the conspiracy theorists, you know, they give them a bad name because a lot of people are out there, you know, creating. I, I, I mean, after you telling me that, that does sound like he's created this theory and then selling the antidote. He's created the problem, sell the antidote. It's it's the oldest trick of the book. And the, these people give us a bad name. I, I mm -hmm. don't like that at all. Um, but I, I, to defend that as well, I, I have no problem with people selling things uh, because, like, see, you're especially in the podcast game, not just in the conspiracy game, if you're trying to turn this into a business and go for oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% you know, agree with what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Because there's people who sell T-shirts, hats. They'll sell. The, the famous one is, um, oh, what is it? It's like snake vent. It's it's uh, snake oil or something. Is that what yeah. you're selling? No, yeah, I, I get that. But, but yeah. usually people are disclosing that too. You know, hey, go buy yeah. the Real Conservative Talk shirt or hat. You know, go yeah. – it's a merchandise. Like, that's fine. He never disclosed it in the documentary. Yeah, it that's, took me going to his website true. to just, you know, to find it. And I'm just like, that's a big conflict of interest that needs to be disclosed. I'm all for you getting money for people. And I hope he, he freaking raked it in with people believing his theory and wanting to go buy <laughs> supplements because all the supplements were was basic vitamins. But he just put anti-venom in front of them, in front of the names. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, we've got uh, Jack. I'm delighted to have you on, bud. It's been a while. How are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Awesome. It's good to hear your voice. It's been a while since you are you are you still doing shows or a little bit. Yeah, I just had to I've been working so much and for what I do for my shows and my channels is it takes you know, 6 to 8 hours of research to do an hour show yeah. and with having to go back to work full time and uh doing all the research, I just haven't put them together because I really like to have them well pieced with all the information I put out there. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same book here with uh, my Baram U podcast. I've, I've not actually done a Baram U episode for a while because I usually take a couple of weeks to do all the research on a certain topic. But with, with friendly differences, I don't know if you're familiar. I did reach out to you. We'll, we'll possibly get you on one of those episodes. Uh, Solid Blue and I have started this new debate type roundtable show where we, we jump on like uh, it's called Melon Up, but it's actually uh, it's like Zoom. So uh, we've done some shows that you could maybe check out, and we'll have you on. Um, so anyway, in regards to the 
topic. What uh, what do you have for us? I think uh, Mr. Chiropractor is a grifter. I saw him when he first came out last year on the Alex Jones show. And in my opinion, his mannerisms, the way he is, everybody's quirky, things like that. Mm -hmm. Something just doesn't sit right. And I watched another interview that when he was talking, when he was on the Stu Peters show, Mm -hmm. that Stu Peters just ran with that, you know, deep documentary, hired the guy with the voice, all that. And he said that's not what he intended in his defense. But however, that's his his theory is the snake venom. I don't believe the snake venom theory at all. Zero. Uh, Just for the simple fact that there's too many heavy metals uh, with the graphene that's in these vaccines, the particulates that they spray in the air with my colleague, friend, John Lukash and his deep research it debunks every single thing Brian Artist is saying. Mm-hmm. Every single thing. It it awesome. doesn't add up. It's a good theory. I mean, it, it's a good good money making thing. It's good to make all of us look crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Especially the the Q followers, us anons. Mm-hmm. It's just at the end of the day, there's a lot of a lot of disinformation and some on both sides, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah we so, went through it about uh, four times and, and I did, uh, about an hour debunk of it and just went through just that watch the water documentary and just showed how it, it'd be impossible to do it. It would be literally be impossible to do it the way he was saying. Mm-hmm. The, right. Something's just sprung to my mind to, this is maybe a good opportunity because there's, uh, um, I was of the understanding at the start. So this is me like opening up. I'm telling you, like I, I messed up. I, I actually believe that COVID was just the flu, that they were manipulating uh, the flu numbers. Because remember, we were told that the flu had disappeared and, you know, shutting down Scotland with 3000 deaths over a flu season is, is, it's not a lot. I know, I know it sounds harsh, you know, nobody should die before their time, but I actually caught COVID or whatever this is in August last year. And it was like a bad flu, you know, I was lying in bed shivering, even though I was sweating for the first couple of days. And then the cough came along, the chesty cough. And it was all in all, it was about a week. And uh, about maybe a month later, I'm sitting, uh, this is why I'm telling this story, because a lot of people here like Solid Blue, and they maybe haven't heard this story, Michael, yourself. And it shows, you know, we're all on a journey. I'm no expert. I'm just, you know, seeing what I'm seeing and, and, you know, taking in all the information. So I'm sitting there on my sofa one day and nobody's in the house. I don't smoke. My wife doesn't smoke. The, the windows are closed and I smell cigarette smoke. And I thought, am I, am I taking a stroke? Is this like burnt toast or something? So I'm sitting there going, there's, there's cigarette smoke. And then it goes away. And then a few days later, same sensation, cigarette smoke. And then all of a sudden I, I smell this like, Whenever I was around coffee, I'm smelling this like I can only describe it as like sewage. Um, or I know I know some people say it's like dead bodies, but obviously I haven't smelled a dead body before. But I, I'm I'm looking up, you know, Google and Twitter and things, typing in this stuff, and there's people saying this is parosmia. This is a, a symptom of long COVID. People who have COVID are developing this parosmia, where they lose their taste, uh, their taste and their sense of smell. 
and then they're developing a, either a metallic or a sewage or a dead body type decay smell when they're around foods like chicken, garlic, or fuel or paint or, you know, and it, it was really strong for me. And it's not so bad now, but I still I'm affected by it along with, so this was August when I got COVID and then roughly about October, November, along with the prosmia, I started getting chest pains and heart palpitations. Like my heart would just start beating fast. I'd feel as if I need to catch my breath. And it got really worrying. I remember I was in Edinburgh doing some Christmas shopping with a wife and we were walking and then we had to run across the road to beat the the, the traffic. And my heart kind of went boom. Like, like I actually felt like, whoa, like I stopped in the middle of the road and ran again. It was really scary. And I went to the doctor. The doctor said, you've had COVID. You have burst the lining in your 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 chest or your heart and you're you're just repairing again. And I was like, okay, that sounds a bit strange. But I mean, I did have a cough. It wasn't a, a horrendous cough. I've had way worse coughs, but okay. Now this was December and I still have it today. I still, every day I'm affected by these chest pains consistently. Like all, right now I feel it. And I've always got that prosmia. Anytime I walk past a Starbucks or someone makes a coffee in the canteen at work, I can smell it a mile away. Uh, it's so bad. So this is where I'm starting to like change my tune. And, and again, I, I'll ad admit I, the guy that I kind of look up to that um, I kind of look to him for like knowledge and conspiracy. And he's been in this way longer than me. He's in denial about this. He thinks it's all in my head. He thinks this is just the flu and he won't change his mind on it. And that is a bad habit. I, d I don't like that about him. I've told him, look, nobody with a flu has ever developed these symptoms. This is new. There is something happening. We are being targeted with something, whether it's a bio weapon or whether it, you know, it, in my mind, I know this is going to sound crazy. I'm just going to say it. I think it's either the chemtrails or the 5G. I think 5G is probably the more believable one, even though I've never looked into it. I'll admit that. I don't want to look into it. I think it's a very scary thing. I think when men are wearing hazmat suits to put up these pylons and, and, you know, we all know that radiation is bad and over time can cause cancer, you know, mobile phones and cell towers. It's all, it's, we all know this, but when someone says 5G, you're like, you're crazy. I mean, it could be crazy. I don't know. Um, or the chemtrails, you know, the chemtrails in my uh, city is horrendous for the last couple of months, every day there's blue skies when you wake up and before dinner time, the, the clouds are like a grid. They're spraying chemicals. And that's not a conspiracy theory anymore. A lot of people don't know this, but the CIA admitted they're spraying the skies. Bill Gates admitted they're spraying the skies. And what they say is that they're spraying the skies with aluminium and metal particles so that the sun beats down on those metal particles and then reflects back up like a mirror to help us with climate change. It's a lot of bullshit because they've been doing this since the, the 90s at least. And John Brennan, the head of the CIA, came out and said that we've been doing this and it's geoengineering. So I'll debunk the 5G one for you right now. 5G can't even give me service when I walk down my street in the middle of the city here, let alone give me cancer. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I know, but I'm over time, yeah, just, there, oh, there said, are things I've picked up. Like yeah. uh, they put 5G towers outside of schools and the next thing parents are freaking out because kids are getting cancer. Like, again, I don't trust everything I hear, 
but when I hear those things multiple times throughout a, you know, a few months or weeks, I, I'm just putting two and two together. These are my thoughts yeah. and my thoughts only. Oh, I know there are other people that share my views, but I don't know for sure. So I'm just, you know, putting that out there. I, I do not think it's, it's, uh, you know, I don't think it's the flu anymore and I'll hold my hand up to that. So we can all, you know, I'm no expert and I'm just saying that. So, uh, yeah. Um, any, any thoughts on, on that guys? Any pushback or. No, no, with the, the chemtrails, you're absolutely right. They're putting barium in there, aluminum. Uh, I mean, they, they made it rain in Dubai last year. Well, silver, oxide mm-hmm. i do believe it was i'm, yeah. I'm probably wrong yeah. on the that no the no you're, you're right. they made it rain silver damn they, they made it rain with silver they, they sprayed the fine particles silver in the air and they clear ate the uh clouds and they made it rain mm-hmm. because it was so hot yeah i remember the, the famous one and this is a guy at work that calls me a crazy tinfoil hat wearing idiot uh he's he told me that uh for paul mccartney's concert was it in china or korea uh they made it rain so i mean that that technology is 100 percent real there's that used to be one of the biggest conspiracies and now it's like mainstream now that they can cloud seed and make it rain um so i mean the technology that they have i, I don't know i i Again, I'm no expert, so I don't like speaking on those things. Again, I don't like I don't like even talking about the vaccine and the ingredients. I know what's in it. I know the whole graphene thing that Jack was alluding to that is real, um, and what you know, five G could be interacting with that. I mean, we all saw the the footage of like the people holding magnets to their arms and it was sticking, and and people connecting to Bluetooth, like actually like searching for bluetooth and and you're picking up your your chip in your arm or whatever it is like again these are considered crazy videos and things that you know you'll never you would never open a conversation with this stuff to people if you're trying to wake them up but ultimately i don't think we can ignore them and for me the stuff that i've learned over the past few years all things are possible so that's just me have you looked into yuval noah harari no so Yuval Noah Harari is Klaus Schwab's right-hand man. And what he talks about is being able to read your body from underneath the skin. And it's all related to these vaccines with the quote. So whatever else they're putting in there, I think there is more in there that has not been discovered. Um, with the, If you look into Mar- Margellans, so John Lukash and I did this pretty good. It's it's a decent video. He goes through some stuff. It's on BitChute, the Axiom World. It's on Rumble under Axiom World, and BitChute's the Axiom World. And he shows the correlation between the chemtrails and the the little, let's call them this little fibers, as you will, and then what they're pulling out of people's blood and showing the little fibers. They're very similar together on there and so what i i do believe is happening and if you look more into this so you have the the luciferus right that mm-hmm. apparently it's been in vaccines now that i just recently discovered it's been in the vaccines for a long time and so on top of that they're able to there was a doctor last year that tried to get through the airport with a fake 
vaccine card. And they said, no, you're not vaccinated. And they, how do you know? Well, yeah. they use uh, in the airports, the infrared scanners to pick it up. Regardless if we've taken the vaccine or not, I guess to my point is that with these chemtrails and what we're eating, everything getting to the ground, these heavy metals and fibers are in us. And so that's part of their tracking. They can supposedly see us on their infrared scanners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I actually heard that about the guy trying to get through the airport uh, with a fake and they said, you, you're not because we, we can pick that up. That's I actually heard that yesterday. It's weird that you should bring that up. Um, and again with the, the Lucifer race, that that's where the whole anti uh, the Antichrist six six six. You know the 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 COVID is the anti uh, the the mark of the beast. That's where that comes from. Where they're putting Lucifer ace Lucifer. You know um, symbol symbolism. I I just love symbolism. And again, with is it Bill Gates's patent for the the vaccines is six 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 or something? Um, yeah, it's just crazy. What's that name, Jack? If, again, if you, I'll write it down and I can look into. You. Oh, John Lukash. No, the guy that you mentioned there, uh, Schwab's right hand man. Oh, Eval Noah Harari. Okay. Har Harari. Yep. You. Y U V A L Noah. Okay. Last name's Ferrari. H A R A R I. R I. <clears throat> okay. Spot on. Now, okay. if you go to the Thrive Time show on Rumble, <laughs> and I'm not condoning anything that Clay Clark says or his feelings on religion, things like that. What I will say, though, is that he has spent a lot of hours putting together videos and clips for everybody and to check this guy out. And then you can go back and look at the other videos, look at the TED Talks, uh, look at things like that. And then you'll soon discover that this guy is, is pure evil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's just now in the UK, it's kind of died down a bit. I think we're all obviously focused on the, the World War Three stuff with Putin in Ukraine and and then other distractions like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and uh, the Johnny Depp court case. It's just distraction, guys. Uh, I, I don't think we've seen the last of COVID and lockdowns. Um, but again... I just think everyone should be on the same side with it, whether you're all about taking vaccines and, and, and the mask or you're not. We should all be on the same side, uh, taking people's ability to to earn money away and put food on the table is, is not a good president to set. And I'm sure if, you know, at the very start when we saw the Chinese videos of them dropping dead in the streets, if that was the case, we would all, I'd be the first of the, the queue to rolling up the sleeve and, and taking these vaccines, but it's just not the case, you know. Look into the numbers. Again, I said at the start, the, the good thing about COVID is with the conspiracy theories, it's all there. It's not like we're making up stuff. We're just using the facts and the figures from the mainstream and putting two and two together. Um, I didn't even touch upon the testing, you know, these PCRs and Katie Mullis and, and, you know, his mysterious death just before COVID hit, uh, the PCR testing is not 
uh, it's not reliable. Our health minister, I think he's called the health minister, Matt Hancock, or he was before we found out that he was, you know, up to no good. And he had a huge um, trust fund in the mask manufacturers. So again, there's interest there. Uh, he, he came out on live uh, mainstream news and said that the rate of false positives is like 60%. So you could take 10 tests every day six of them will tell you you're positive and four will say you're negative it's it's not you know it's not reliable and this is where i always push back with work when all throughout 2021 i had two houses to pay for uh the one that i was renting and the one up in in my hometown that i had in the market because uh the, the tenants that i had were living there they, they'd left and obviously I had two mortgages to pay for. i couldn't risk taking tests every day on the chance that I might get a false positive and then lose money. You know, I'd, I'd have been on probably about 90 pounds a week. I think the, the, the UK government give you, that's a lot of money to lose. So this is the, the, the type of thing they'll put you into and coerce you into getting these vaccines and then make it easier for people who are vaccinated to, to live and the unvaccinated not to live. Um, so guys, uh, we're we're at the hour mark. Um, would you like to? I know Michael's on a call. Jack, would you would you like to add anything? I just say to all out there that are, you know, by now if people are are taking the shot, they're and getting boosters. There's there's no stopping them. Just do your research because remember. When all the information comes out, the they have all that information with Pfizer of their ingredients, things like that, is still all coming out, and it should be all out by September. There is no mm-hmm. action because it's under emergency use. You got to still remember mm-hmm. that that because of this emergency authorization use, if there are things in there with a lot of vaccine injuries and things like that, and I've I've talked to some folks about their side effects things like that and it's simply go to the doctor and there's no recourse you cannot sue these companies yeah so yeah just remember that mm-hmm. um solid blue says i'm vaxxed and i haven't had issues granted something could happen or not yeah i know it is a tricky one it's kind of it's very clever i think with with most of these things we, we do underestimate them they're very clever people and, you know, I think it is, obviously it's freedom of choice. Uh, I'm not one of those people who lecture people for getting them. You do you. Um, luckily, like my wife, you know, she's not into conspiracies, but I left her to it. And she came to me one day and said, this is weird, this stuff. You know, it's, I don't think I'll take the vaccine. I'm like, well, look, you do you. And, and you know, I tried, you know, with my grandparent, uh, my nanny, uh, I tried telling her about this stuff just to do a bit of research because I think the bare minimum for people is to know what's in them and know that if if anything does happen, uh, that you have no, there's no, you, you can't sue these companies. They have immunity, as Jack has just said, which is a first. Uh, that should tell you everything, you know. I, I, I like to use analogies. And I'm, I'm really not good at them, but I'll try. Like the one I like to do is like uh, with 9-11, uh, 
it, so he ensured that it was it Dom, uh, Donald Rumsfeld that owned the buildings and he insured them two or three weeks prior to the, the 9-11 attacks and then they, they came down and he got more money than he should have but like imagine guys if I'd came out to you today and said look guys I'm really struggling I'm in debt I've, I've been taking drugs I'm, I'm really in debt um can anyone help me and none of you could help me and then the next day you wake up and you find out Baram used house burned down last night and he's getting a hundred thousand pounds for his house you would think there was something fishy <laughs> so when when if i came out here, right. here's i'll try it i'll try a covid analogy so if i come out tomorrow and said guys i've just developed uh in, in my kitchen there a cure for cancer uh but look if you take this concoction don't come back to me if you die or you get anything wrong with you would you take it <laughs> but that is exactly why i laugh because when, when when you talk about covid or any conspiracy there's things there that should spark interest and spark critical thought in people's minds but because it's coming from the tv with men and women wearing suit and ties with titles like doctor or scientist people just accept it and you then you forget about all the times that they've been taken to court or they've said things or done things that they've been demonized for all that goes out the window you know, Johnson and Johnson put asbestos in baby powder that could have given people serious, serious health effects. Uh, they had thalidomide back in the day. Uh, is it thalidomide? I'm saying that right, Jack. I believe so. Thalidomide. Yeah, the, it, smoking was good for you. Now it's you know obviously that. So you're trusting these companies that are telling you that they're not willing to release their ingredients for was it 75 years and it came down to 55 or i might be getting that wrong as well it's been a while right um, it was 75 years uh yeah. that they wanted to be able to release the ingredients uh to mm -hmm. it but a judge overruled that and is forcing on I, I don't know how many thousands of pages it is by all to be out by september so there's somebody out there that is really funded by people to go through all this and yeah. the reason why they do that, it's like with releasing the full disclosure on John F. Kennedy's assassination, that they pushed it out to 2045, is for the fact that anybody who took the vaccine or anybody who knows anything about the assassination of JFK will be dead. And so mm -hmm. that, you know, oh, yeah. everybody forgets in history and they can alter like, it. But, yeah. Yeah. Like like with the Tuskegee experiment, remember Bill Clinton came out and apologized, said this will never happen again and all that. It's obviously they wait until everyone's dead or no one can be held accountable and then say, oh, by the way, we injected the black population with, with syphilis and uh, this will never happen again. This was a tragedy and all that. It's it's going to be the same with COVID. We, we used mRNA technology. We were warned not to by the, the guy that manufactured it. But we, we had to because we were in a pandemic and we made a mistake. People have been dying because of this technology and we're so sorry. That's literally what could happen tomorrow and nothing could be done about it. You're, we're all screwed. <laughs> right. And with the MRI technology and people out there taking the vaccines, again, so the CIA, it, you can go on their website, you can search all this information it's it's out there you know i mean 
they had they were working on an aerosol spray that was MNRA technology <laughs> to take the extreme religion out of uh, people in Afghanistan, things like that for their extremities the more that you look into it things like that and so this is it's literally it's changing your dna this is not like anything else that is out there not that they're not using it in the sky putting in food plants but you're injecting this substance that literally changes your dna and if you want to get biblical to an extent i mean that's that's some things that you're you're not supposed to do but mm-hmm. however, these are all theories to a point. But when I've talked to folks out there and I've asked them certain questions about things and people can lie, people tell the truth, people simply do not have any um, side effects. But one thing I ask them and about 90% of people, and so say this is out of 200 people that I've talked to the, out on the streets and whatnot, that have taken this thing, customers I've talked to when it comes up in, in the subject is I met a guy three weeks ago, got the shot, all of a sudden he got uh, Bell's palsy, for instance. The other one, and that that's not as common, but it's more common now. The other one is a little phenomenon about having weird dreams after folks get the vaccine. And mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people, I ask them, so how have your dreams been since you got it? And uh, a lot of folks said they had some weird dreams. And yeah. it's, it's an evolutionary shot. It, it changes your DNA. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying you're not going to heaven or whatever you believe in. It just literally changes your DNA, which is yeah. not good. No. Well, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for everyone in the chat and your comments. And a special thank you to Michael Key and Jack. It's been a pleasure. It's been really good to to see you, Jack. And we'll stay in touch. Um, We'll hope to get you on Friendly Differences uh, at some point. We are doing a show this Saturday for anyone that's listening. Uh, Friendly Differences will be on Saturday night, 8 p.m. UK time. I believe that is 12 noon Pacific time. We are doing a show on religion with Roxanne, who is a transgender. Uh, She has her own YouTube channel um, called Odyssey of Ascension. Telling you guys this because hopefully you'll come along and join in. And if anyone wants to call uh, to be on the show, we have Solid Blue, myself and Roxanne. We are hoping for one more. Um, if anyone knows their stuff on Satanism or the Bible in relation to versus Satanism, you know, Christianity versus Satanism or any other religion, you're more than welcome to come on. Uh, I'm not too well versed on it. Yeah, I'll I'll end the show there, guys. Uh, Solid Blue Show is on in 45 minutes, so join that. And uh, thanks again for everyone to uh, that's that's joined tonight. Bye, guys. Thank you, Randy.